Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, where this week we do something a little bit different. I just got back from PAX East and had the opportunity to moderate a lovely panel uh, featuring some amazing folks uh, about the Nintendo GameCube. The panel itself was called The Nintendo GameCube Was the Greatest Console Ever Made. Um, it was about an hour long where we talked about some of the history of the GameCube and then built an essential collection of 15 games that you should have if you have a GameCube. So... We're presenting that audio to you now uh, unedited. Please note from the 16th to the 20th minute, uh, we show a bunch of photos, including some photos of magazine ads from the GameCube, as well as pictures from the GameCube launch premiere party. If you want to see those, take a look at the show notes of the show, and in there, there'll be a link to the deck from the actual uh, panel itself, uh, so you can follow along at home. Stick around until the end of the show, and I will read out the 15 games that we ended up selecting for our essential list of GameCube games. We plan on publishing two more episodes around PAX East, one featuring uh, my video game trivia panel, as well as uh, a mega show, which will feature interviews from the floor. Uh, Those to come in the next three weeks. All right, let's get right into it. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Hi, everyone. Ooh, I forgot. There's a crowd here. Um, We are doing, uh, our panel today is the Nintendo GameCube was the greatest game console ever made, hyperbolic, but you are here. Thank you for coming. Uh, Yeah, give it up. What I love first is for everyone to do a quick intro, just so the folks at home and the folks here know who you are, starting with Cam. Uh, Yeah, uh, my name is Cameron Hawkins. People call me Cam. That works, too. Uh, I do freelance writing for IGN. I have a Kingdom Hearts podcast uh, called Unlocking Kingdom Hearts. And uh, I'm here to talk about uh, NBA Street Volume 2 a lot. I'm really, uh, you know, greatest sports game ever made. So, Jeez. That's a different panel. It's starting. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's already starting. It's already, start- it's already started. I, I, yeah. I got to come swinging. Yeah. Uh, I'm Asa Green River. I make content on Borderline Entertainment, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, I'm also on various different podcasts as well. I also am the global community manager for Qualcomm and Snapdragon. I'm not going to start now. Okay. I I was giving you a minute. I'm not going to take the cue. Hi, I'm Matt Storm. I'm a podcaster, producer, and editor. I do a ton of um, indie podcasting. I'm also a freelance editor for the Game Informer Show. And yeah, I'm here to fight for Wario World. Hi, I'm Mike Toundro. I work for Vicarious PR, and I'm also one of the co-founders of 6-1 Indie. We're an indie game outlet. We just threw a really cool indie game showcase on Wednesday. Woo. You should go check it out. 33 indie games. Yeah, woo. Um, and yeah, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, greatest game ever made. You're goddamn right! <laughs> People with taste here. Uh, I'm Jenna Garcia. I don't agree with what Mike just said. Um, <laughs> uh, I do my own stuff over at my outlet, Pen2Pixels. I also do Twitch and YouTube under the handle Game Onesis, and I work for MinMax and Kind of Funny. Awesome. All right, so today's panel, here's what it is and here's what it isn't. The panel will be a history of the GameCube very quickly, as well as some of our favorite mem- memories of the console. And then as a group, panel plus audience, we're going to build an essential collection of GameCube games. What the panel is not is a debate about which console is the best ever made. It is the GameCube, bar none, period. Yep. Thank you. And then we are not going to give you a comprehensive history of the console because we only have an hour. So what I'm going to do is speed run through a history of what led to the GameCube before we open it up and talk about the GameCube itself. So before the GameCube, we got the fifth generation of consoles, uh, PlayStation, Nintendo 64, Um, With the uh, PlayStation, it was one of the first CD-ROM consoles out there. Uh, Nintendo tried a few different times, um, but decided to launch a cartridge-based system in 1996 at 199. Look at this beautiful spread right here. So 90s. Look at Mario's hands. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, on this one, uh, a couple things that you'll need to note. Um, Cartridges were expensive to make. Uh, Nintendo controlled all the manufacturing, so that was a challenge. And then there weren't that many titles on the N64. Uh, and then just to show you, here are some of the failed disc efforts that happened. We have the N64DD, 
which came out in Japan, sold 15,000 units, only had about 10 games on it, so I would call that maybe not a huge success. And then on the right-hand side, we have the now-famed, you know, Nintendo PlayStation that was, you know, one prototype unit. There it is. Uh, sold at auction. And then the uh, GameCube was unveiled via a press release that we actually have here for you to look at, thanks to the Video Game History Foundation for providing that. Um, they unveiled it in August of 2000 and then did an event uh, in 2001. Here are some screenshots from that event where uh, they unveiled the console and then had some hits like Donkey Kong Racing that never came out. Uh, Cameo Elements of Power was shown there which ended up not even coming out for a Nintendo console, uh, among some, some other cool consoles. So now we're going to talk about why it's the greatest system of all time. And of course, we need to start with the actual console itself. Look at these controllers. Look at these systems. Uh, I'm going to start with Janet. And I'd love to know which one of these beauties did you have and tell us about your experience getting a GameCube. Oh, man, I think I, I definitely had the black one as a kid, but I wonder if when we rebought it, if we got the purple. I've always wanted the orange, of course. So many good colors with the GameCube. Um, but yeah, basically, you know, I had it since around when it came out. I played the hell out of it. It was my go-to system for, like, me and my brother as kids. We used to do Smash Bros. Melee, 64-man Melee tournament, just the two of us. Tried to do it again with 32, couldn't get through it. It's hours of content, but at the time, that's uh, just what we were running with. And yeah, so many good memories uh, playing this, you know, Luigi's Mansion, the whole gambit. Uh, definitely one of my favorite consoles level, and the greatest console of all time is what people are saying. Mike? Yeah, so I had the black GameCube because I was always a little emo kid. Um, <laughs> was. I remember, yeah, thank you. Was. Still am. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I remember I got it the Christmas after it released. I remember my parents brought me down to, uh, in Rockefeller Center, there used to be some sort of like toy store. I forgot exactly what it was, but they showed off the GameCube and they were demoing Luigi's Mansion. I, and I was obsessed with that demo. I always stayed there for hours. God bless my parents. And um, while I was standing there just playing, 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 they secretly bought it and like held it on to, uh, held it on, held onto it until Christmas. And uh, I was just the happiest kid in the world. And yeah, just, Dude, like, literally, and it's probably pretty sad, hundreds of hours into Sonic Adventure 2 battle, just S-ranking everything, unlocking everything, getting all the emblems. Hello, Chow Garden. Um, Chow Garden. Oh, my God, so many good Chows. So many good Chows. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's a cube. It plays games. It has a handle. Of course, it's the greatest console ever made. Enough said. Come on. Matt? Um, so, first, I want to show off that I have GameCube Orange and Purple Nails. Because console... Wacky console colors don't happen anymore, and it drives me crazy. Like, mm -hmm. I love yeah. the vibrant colors. Um, I had the purple. Purple is one of my favorite colors. And I famously remember getting it. So very early in the GameCube's life cycle, it had a price drop. And I literally bought it a week before the price dropped. <laughs> and of course, at the time, EB Games wouldn't let me return it for, and rebuy it for the cheaper price. Whatever. But I got it with Luigi's Mansion, and like, Luigi's been my favorite character since the Nintendo. So like... Having a game that was just him, and it was, I became obsessed with it. I 100% of that game, played it through almost every year for the first few years I had it, um, and to this day is still some of my fondest memories. Luigi's Mansion is one of my favorite franchises, and so the game still, and the Wavebird, I got a Wavebird early, still the best controller ever made, if you ask me. It's definitely one of the tightest. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Slow clap, slow clap. <laughs> Matt, being such a Luigi fan, how did you celebrate the year of Luigi? Uh, <laughs> with tears. I replayed a lot of games as Luigi. Wow. All 365 of them, huh? Yeah, yeah all yeah. of them. Every game that he was in. Asa? Man, uh, so yeah, when the GameCube came out, I knew I had to have one. Absolutely. Uh, so I had the Jet Black one. Uh, bought it from a mom-and-pop shop called Game Players. No longer open. Rest in peace. But so I had the black GameCube. But I had, the, I had a black controller, I had the, the gray Wavebird, I also bought a Wendigo controller and the, the, the Pumpkin Spice controller as well. Because I knew that this was going to be the console to like, play with, with all of my friends, like whether it's Double Dash or Smash or, or, or anything else. Um, but yeah, I literally spent so many hours on this console that my Xbox and PS2 started to collect dust. Like that, <laughs> that's just how much that I adored this. Um, Looking at, also, I'm a huge Zelda fan. It got the best Zelda game of all time, Wind Waker. Ooh. Thank you to all those people who agree. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I literally could go on and on about all the great titles, but that's why we're here today. 
Yeah, I got uh, the the uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness silver Ooh. game. Oh, so good. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really is just a silver GameCube, but Lugia's on the circle, and it's just, but, it, but it was still just, like, really, really cool. I, was Is that the only one that was designed off of a game? Do we know? There must have been others. There's, oh, there's a Metro Prime one? Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, dope, 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 dope. Well, actually, uh, we have a picture of a few of the other ones. So yeah, uh, Crystal oh, Chronicles, so that was like a Japan exclusive. Okay. And then there was the hot pink one that was unveiled at Space World 2000, but was never released. So. Dude, what a missed opportunity to not produce an atomic purple GameCube. No. <laughs> Truly. Come on. Oh, wow, nobody? Damn. But, hard crowd. But yeah, I spent uh, most of my time uh, playing... Uh, you know the the Pokemon the Pokemon games, which I, I wish we still got those type of games on, like the Switch or, and all that jazz. Um, Sonic Adventure Two Battle, like one of my favorite games of all time, top ten soundtracking games. Uh, TBH, uh, Tales of Symphonia is like you know there's there's a lot of great of JRPGs um, on uh, the GameCube, but I think that Tales of Symphonia represents that genre the 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 highest um and i still think it's the best tales game in the series um and uh yeah of course melee just like you know before there was this huge competitive scene it was just like oh melee is just like this great thing and like um before wave dashing and like all this stuff was discovered but uh yeah it's a it's a really really uh great console that has like a lot of games that are still just left on that system, whether it be first or third party. Um, and of course, again, the greatest sports game ever made, NBA Street Volume 2. Uh, we're going to get to games in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, before we do that, um, let's talk about the launch lineup. Um, this is the, before launch windows were a thing, uh, we had two waves of games that came out in 2001. Uh, <laughs> any big fans of Wave Race in this room? Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, any thoughts about this uh, launch lineup compared to other launch lineups that we saw um, with consoles in the future or any specific call-outs that you want to call out here that are not later in the panel? Um, why don't we start this time on this side with Kim? I feel like that this is... Um... <laughs> <laughs> not all at once. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I mean, like, it's a, it's a solid lineup because there's a few games on here that I think that are still just, like, notoriously connected to the GameCube, like Luigi's Mansion, like, yeah, we got forward to the 3DS, but it's a GameCube game, like, come on. Um, like, Star Wars Rogue Leader, like, a lot of, you know, a lot of people still really uh, highly view that game, and uh, I don't know if it was just me, uh, but I feel like back then, you were on two teams. You were either on Team Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, or for some reason, I don't know why, <laughs> Super Monkey Ball. And it was like people, people would people would be like, no, not Sonic Adventure Two, Super Monkey Ball. I'm like, why are these two like the? the why, why is that the other option? Like, I don't know. Um, okay, let, let's do the experiment in the room. Who here is Team Sonic Adventure Two Battle? Let's go. Not to put anyone on blast, but who here is Team Super Monkey Ball Two? Okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> in the front. Thank you. And so, like, yeah, and um, so I think that there are these, there are these games that, uh, and SSS is tricky. I mean, come on, like, again, yeah. another one of the best, like, if you consider a sport sports game that's ever made to this day. Um, there's a lot that uh, that from just like these lists of games right here that I still think are just like intimately associated with the GameCube. So, Asa, any callouts? <clears throat> Aside from three games on this list, this is the best launch lineup for any console. Ooh, are you going to put three games on blast? NFL QB Club? Yep. All-Star Baseball? <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, that Universal game. That can get out of here. <laughs> the, you, the rest you of these are this incredible. Like, Rogue Leader? Literally one of the best Star Wars games. Wave Race, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, Super Monkey Ball Cam. It's super I'm not saying though. it's a bad game. I'm just saying the Sonic Adventure 2 battles. Yeah, and, and, and shout out to Batman Vengeance. I don't know if anybody's ever played it, but that was one of my favorite Batman games. They did it right. Rocksteady then built off of what Vengeance had started. That's what I'm going to say. Any love for Crazy Taxi in the room? Yeah. There we go. There we go. Matt, any call-outs here that you want to talk about? I mean, 
like Asa said it really well. I mean, also think about all of the extensive franchises that launched here. Like Pikmin is hugely successful, yeah. although a rare release. Like started here, Luigi's Mansion, Rogue Leader, like all of these Super Monkey Ball. All of these are titles that are still talked about. And then even the smaller titles like Cell Damage and stuff like they're like cult classics. Like you know, I remember really liking Cell Damage. I couldn't tell you anything about it now, but I remember <laughs> I can tell liking you a lot about it. Too. But you know, and then <laughs> Simpsons Road Rage. Like that was the start of the Simpsons in the video game world. Like really, really like having these different kinds of games aping other genres. You know, between Road Rage and and the stuff that came after. Mike Janet, any callouts? You were confused about this Universal game. Yeah, Asa, can you please explain this Universal game and what you do in this game? Uh, I wish I could, and, <laughs> and that's why I think it should go, because I don't know either. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I'll try to find it on the show floor for you. I'll gift you by the end. <laughs> any call-outs here? I mean, yeah, Tarzan. Yeah. No, I... Oh, I thought that was a joke <laughs> when Jesse brought it up. I was just like, uh, okay, Tarzan, sure. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I love that it launched with an extreme sports game. Also, I had that Dave Mirror game. And yeah, it Dave slaps. slaps. It's so good. Yeah. It's so like good, it yeah. got buried because of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three, obviously. But it's still like it's such a great, diverse lineup that really covers all genre. Like yeah, you got your licensed stuff between Batman and Star Wars. You got your sports games. You got your extreme sports games, and your arcadey stuff like Super Monkey Ball for whatever reason over Sonic. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, what a great launch lineup and window. And yeah, just to highlight Pikmin again. Pikmin I think is such an underrated series to this day. I think it's such a fantastic uh, first entry. Uh, please play and support Pikmin 4 so I get a Pikmin 5, 6, 7, 8, please. Um, <laughs> need some more love. Janet, any call-outs? Uh, yeah, definitely Luigi's Mansion. I was one of the people that wooed for the crazy taxi. It's crazy taxi. I still have that. I rebought it <laughs> when I rebought the GameCube. It's just such a... I think definitely this is also the era of having these like random associations with consoles where like for me like crazy taxi like yeah i play that on gamecube that's crazy like, taxi exactly. that's gamecube to me even yeah. though it's like you know that's not the sole place to have that experience but i also think too this was an era where you actually got that third-party support that we keep asking for from Nintendo. And it's like, this is back when, like, you could play these sports games. Like, I played Madden 03 um, yeah. on the GameCube, and, like, it was, you know, totally a fine, on-par experience versus, I think, a lot of what you see in the modern era of what Nintendo struggles with is those aspects and having those be one-to-one. -one. So um, in that sense, I think this lineup does a great job of showcasing the breadth there. And I think in general with lineups, you really only need one or two kind of bangers. And I do think Luigi's Mansion at launch was like a sleeper hit and yeah. turned into a great franchise. Like every Luigi's Mansion game is better than the last one, and I love all of them. Also famously, one of the few consoles that didn't launch with a Mario title, like right. a specifically Mario title. It was the Luigi title. And uh, some would say with Crazy Taxi, uh, the birth of the offspring. The band. Oh. Yeah, 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 the band. Not, not the action. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to take you down a, a trip down memory lane right now and show you some marketing from the launch of the GameCube. Oh my God. So this was the launch campaign that appeared in magazines back in 2001. They decided to go with this cube-style uh, marketing to show off Pikmin, uh, Super Smash, and then Rogue Leader. Uh, that Smash ad looks like Phantom Pain. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> also, that style was like a thing. <laughs> There's also a launch party for the GameCube that Whoa. I need to show here. Can we talk about Jason Alexander for one minute? <laughs> yeah, so much. Iconic. Thoughts about this? I've probably seen this photo more in my life than I've seen pictures of my own family members. <laughs> it's really fine. <laughs> <laughs> If it's, someone could bring me a locket with this photo on it, I'd want it. It just encompasses so much, you know, yeah. the energy, the confusion, the rush, the... Yeah. I mean, I, I get so much out of this. It's like every time I look at it, there's something new I take away from it. I think that's, that's true testament to, to good art. So. What's he playing? Is he playing Prime? I think it's Prime. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, and we're still playing Prime. We're still playing Prime. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I, would like think he, I would like to think he's currently playing it on Switch. Oh, I hope with so. The same. Really, really, really <laughs> hope so. Look at that handle going to work. Also, just the fashion of the early 2000s. Like, there's. There's a lot here. There's yeah, a lot yeah. going on. Alan Cummins doing something with Yeah, that. he's yeah, doing yeah, something. Yeah. Shout out to Paris Hilton matching the pants with the GameCube. That's uh, Christina Aguilera. That's Christina Aguilera. 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 Come on. Yeah. Come, on. Come on. Don't How run. Again, I'm an emo kid. <laughs> um, we've also got some magazine covers from back in the day. And what I want to call out doing? Luigi's face. What is face. Luigi's oh. best life? The classic uh -huh. content creator face. <laughs> it's here. Yeah. Like, are you, are you saying Luigi created the YouTube thumbnail? I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, I love this Nightmare Fuel Next Gen magazine cover. Like, uh -huh. I've never yeah. quite seen their skin look like this. Maybe it's just the rendering onto the, you know, projector, but... Luigi yeah. has, like, 12 too many teeth. 
Yeah, that's. There's so many unsettling things about that. They put this in the universal. Why are they like honestly? Why are there fine teeth compared to the just the white strip? This cover is the reason why the Mario characters no longer have the lines of them showing their individual teeth because this is cursed. Yeah, yeah. Like that next gen magazine says Resident Evil Ground Zero. I believe that Luigi is from Resident Evil Ground Zero right now. Yeah. Also, has Mario ever looked that angry before? No. <laughs> I don't just, think so. He's, he's wait, so mad. He, he's waiting for his turn to play GameCube. Right, yeah. We've all been there. You're yeah. standing menacingly in the back. Yeah. Mario's Jason Alexander right now. <laughs> yeah. There's literally a marketing person at Nintendo that saw that and died. That <laughs> yeah. dropped dead. Um, we've got some weird ads for you, uh, namely right. for the oh wave bird. Uh, look at the middle one. That's oh an ad. No. Listen, that's a real thing, folks. Yeah, that was a real ad. I've done that magazine. a lot. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that middle ad is, you know, kind of gross. But I will say, when I got the Wave Bird, one thing I did with it was I would play and I'd go back further and see further. See how far you can get away. And yeah. see how far. And I was, like, go so amazed by the wireless yeah. technology. I used it. to go outside and, like, Oh, my gosh, my Mike, me, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I used to go yeah, like, yeah. a little down the street. We went, like, in the hall. Like, me and my brother, like, we'd go in the hallway and he'd be watching the TV. And he's like, oh, you can, it's still connected. Like, I mean, we, we did only do that once. That's why we did it every time we used the Wave Bird. That's but... the only way I played GameCube. Yeah. See, we're all so old. I would make my sisters stay in the room and I'd go outside and we open up the window. I'd be like, is it working? Yeah. <laughs> Technology, man. Or you would change the channel on the Waybird and like mess with your friends while you yeah. were playing with them to be like, <laughs> get that competitive edge. Um, something really important yeah, that actually yes. Kelsey from the Video Game um, History Foundation called out is that, especially in the marketing, there was a lot of ties to the Game Boy Advance that came out just before that. Um, they focused, and this is from Kelsey, there was a lot of focus in the launch about how developers might be able to use functionality between Game Boy Advance and GameCube to create unique game experiences. So I need to know, did any of y'all play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles? Yeah! Or any of the other games that utilize this technology? Zelda Four Swords. Four All Swords? The time. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. So Zelda Four Swords was famously like this interesting combination of multiplayer and like antics like it was a fun zelda game but mostly it's could you light all of your friends on fire with the fire wand yep. who then would run around lighting everybody else on fire because they were all on fire and you'd run around but um it was a fun way to interact with zelda because they'd never been multiplayer before it was really great and the split links because of like some kind of like crystal like split link into four pieces the story was nonsense but it was a lot of fun to play <laughs> Any other call-outs for the Game Boy Advance connectivity stuff? Yeah, another great call-out uh, is Splinter Cell for the GameCube. Um, traditionally, Splinter Cell did not have a mini-map, but when you used the Game Boy Advance, you got the Game Boy Advance was your mini-map. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. That's awesome. I think what's cool about that, too, you mentioning it, like, I didn't actually take advantage of this, but I think so often when you look at Nintendo history, you see things that they then iterate on later. Like, you mentioning the use case of the map, you know, you think of the 3DS, you mm -hmm. think of the Wii U pad. Even, like, um, I remember seeing one of, like, their early arcade machines have a similar kind of setup. So yeah. I feel like they've been playing with those ideas so often. It's just interesting, I think, looking back at the history, you can also kind of see where they're going or what they might iterate on. Is yeah. this when you get to talk about Chow? Of course, this is, my game. this is the first time I get to talk about Chow's. Uh, the Sonic Advance is the reason I purchased a GBA because of the Chow functionality. Um, yeah, you just uh, you get little Chow eggs in Sonic Advance, and you get to bring them to Sonic Adventure Two battle. Incredible. Chow's on the go. Bring Chow's back. Yeah, right. Where's Come on, Chow mobile it's, game. It's, it's Where's the Chow mobile game? It is actually insane that there had that Sega hasn't released a, just a Chow Garden game. Yeah, like, yeah. It, We'd all play it and give them our money. Sorry, y'all. It's only a pachinko machine. That's it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about. We're not talking about Konami. So before we jump into the game stuff, <laughs> yeah, big yeah. fans of the microphone in the room. Let's go. Yeah. Let's talk about the weird accessories for the GameCube. Some of the weirdest. Okay. What was the weirdest? I mean, the, 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 the bongo controllers? Like, they worked really well, actually, which was surprising for the yeah. games they were made for. But I had more fun playing games that had no business using them yeah. and seeing how far I could get. Yeah. And yes, I played Luigi's Mansion with them, and they sort of worked. <laughs> sort of. It, it was interesting. I interviewed Reggie fils right, uh, last... Uh, PAX. Small Flex. Yeah, no, Small oh. Flex. Yeah, uh, last uh, at PAX West last year, and he said that... Um, when he played Donkey Konga, he's like, this is, the, this is a bad game. He, like, he, he did not want Donkey Konga. <laughs> I believe that's in his book as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved Donkey Konga. Like, it easily, in my opinion, one of the best rhythm games. That, that's a fun rhythm I, game. I mean, I like, I like Donkey Konga. I'm not going to go that far, but uh, <laughs> I like Donkey Konga. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones would disagree. Yeah. yeah. 
any call outs here with these uh, accessories? Big I mean, the Game, Boy, the Game Boy player is like, it's, it's awesome. Classic. It's just good luck yeah. finding a disc in 2023. Because <laughs> that's like, people will sell the player for a, like a decent price, but with the disc, it's like, okay, here, add 200 more dollars to that mm -hmm. just for a disc to use it. So that was like something that I wish wasn't a necessity uh, in hindsight, but uh, it's still cool that, you know, you were able to, uh, it was kind of like, um, I don't know, it, it, it kind of like is a, a prototype of kind of how the switch, like the switch is now kind of, right? Like, it, it, granted, it's a different system, but it's just cool because like both Game Boy Advance and the GameCube had fanta fantastic libraries and just like imagining if like you didn't need that disc in 2023, it, like it'd be, it would be cool to use still. Yeah, I mean, like, Janet, you mentioned how, like, Nintendo keeps iterating on their hardware. I mean, like, that GBA player is very much the N64 little pack on the back yeah. of the controller where you play Pokemon Red through Pokemon Stadium. And yeah, they just keep iterating. It's great. All right. Um, we're going to talk about one more thing before we get y'all involved and build the greatest list of games of all time. Um, the lasting impact of the system. Um, these are two things that we thought of. Remasters are obviously coming, including Metroid Prime Remastered. But also, yeah, give it up. But also, uh, there's still, you know, a, a touchstone in esports for, you know, Melee specifically. I don't know, Janet, did you want to call that out or talk about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm by no means, you know, I, I still haven't learned how to wave dash, so I have plenty of things to work on with Melee. But I think it was just such a pinnacle moment, I think, to think of something that had such a lasting impact in not just esports, but I think like gaming culture. And still to this day, even from a casual standpoint, like that's my favorite Smash Bros. And to like... I think what's so interesting looking back on it is so many of us have just a more n natural nostalgia for it. Like, I don't think we were making content, you know, at the time. There wasn't even, like, the idea of really making content. You weren't content. making content in 2001? No, I wasn't, you know. <laughs> I was just writing in my diary about the games. That was it. Um, so thinking, like, wow, I can't believe I was playing, like, one of the greatest, like, esports games ever at that time. And, like, seeing it still carry through today is really really impressive and i think just like a testament to what they did with that entry with, i think too with, it's so with like um something it's so iterative where they were yeah. putting out more smash but like that really having like like it mattering in a way that i think sometimes when there are iterative franchises it's like what's the best one the latest one you know with some i know some people will debate like double dash and stuff but usually it's the latest thing's the hottest thing and with melee it's a little bit different yeah which is crazy about like how much like how melee is still relevant today because that game wasn't done like they released it unfinished and so and it's still like you know uh this massive esports triumph that has a thriving community when it's like i don't know just some like when we think about games today and like how like oh this game needed more time to cook or whatever it may be this is like you know one of the biggest esports games like when it was at evo it was one of the biggest entry games but it wasn't done. like they they uh they released it when it wasn't ready technically yeah they forgot to add the tripping yeah <laughs> yeah um okay so we've talked about the console the games were amazing so let's list them now so let's talk about the rules for this so we want your opinion to help build the greatest list of 15 games for the gamecube so what i'm going to ask is really orderly for anyone that wants to participate to get behind this microphone right here go ahead um, we've pre-selected 10 games to, to give us a starting point, but know that none of those games are safe. So, whoever's at the front will have 15 seconds to pitch us on a game that should be on the greatest games list for the Nintendo GameCube. So, you'll be first, and what you'll say is, the game, if we're at, a, if, if we're at 15 games, you'll have to sacrifice a game. So, you'll say, this is the game I'm pitching, this is the game I want to take off, and then you'll have 15 seconds to pitch it. And then as a panel, these five folks are either going to give a thumbs up to the choice and for the change, or they're going to give a thumbs down. And we if will they... make deals to save our game. Oh, yeah, we'll make this deals. This is where we, we break bribes. Is, so, so. We pre-ranged a deal already, right? Yeah, we already pre-ranged, us yeah. three already pre-ranged right. deals. We're doing some back, <laughs> back alley deals. So, here are the <laughs> ten that we pre-selected. And, and here's the thing. Look at that. We know that there are the, games on here that are obvious that haven't been picked. These are passion picks, y'all. The sound you know. that went through the room <laughs> was, was such like a weird reaction. horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh like, my God, like those a games? disgruntled, lightweight. <laughs> yeah. Like, what were they laughing at? <laughs> Just yeah. know 
that this list is, we know that some of these will be cut, but this is what we're starting with. So I want to ask maybe for each of you to talk about one game really quickly about why you love it. So Cam, do you want to start and give your impassioned pitch for okay. NBA Street Volume 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my picks were Tales of Symphonia and NBA Street Volume 2. NBA Street Volume 2 is the greatest sports game ever made. It's better than NBA Jam. It's better than NHL uh, 94. Woo. It is, it is, I've, I literally play it to this day and it holds up tremendously. And it just, it has so much style. It has iconic main menu music. Uh, it is incredibly, incredibly fun. And I guarantee that if any of y'all played this game today, you'd be like, this is such a fun game. And also I think that the Mario characters appearing in NBA Street Volume 3 also kind of shows how great Volume 2 was. I know it's a multi-platform game, but to me, it's a GameCube game. So that's, that's my pitch on NBA Street Volume 2, and I'm going to be fighting for it for my fucking life up here. <laughs> there's our one F-bomb. Yeah, yeah there's that, my that, one F-bomb. You wasted it. Asa. Okay. Twin uh, Snakes. Man, all right. So, uh, so many great games on the GameCube. A lot of them are my favorites. Wind Waker's my favorite game of all time. But Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes is the best way to play the first game. I know it makes it a John Woo film. And, and Snake is flipping off of missiles, uh, and it might be a little bit too easy with the MGS2, like, first-person aiming, but it is the best way to play the game. I will argue that till the day I die. Twin Snakes, because Psycho Mantis knows that I play Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, any call-outs? never thought of it that way. So, uh, my two picks on this list were Beautiful Joe and Wario World, and I picked them because they are two games that have never been repeated anywhere. WarioWorld is one of the best 3D action platformers ever made. One of the most innovative ways they incorporated Wario into a game when he was still not doing WarioWare. And then, like, it's still to this day, I think it's better. I like Mario Sunshine, but I like Wario World more. I think it's a better Wild. Mike? That's fair. <laughs> Jad's like, no. Um, <laughs> that's why I made eye contact. <laughs> My two picks were Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, obviously, and F-Zero GX. Um, so Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, really yeah. quickly, thank you, the one person. Uh, <laughs> Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, I mean, we kind of alluded to it already, one of the greatest action platformers ever made. It was also the uh, single-handedly joined the goth cultures and the ska culture yes. into one game, yes, yes. and it's beautiful. We've been thriving ever since. And F-Zero GX, criminally underplayed GameCube game. Um, there's a reason F-Zero GX is on this list and not Double Dash. Yes, I said that. Uh, not only, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One person. I'm gonna get jumped outside. Um, F-Zero GX is such a fluid, challenging racing game, but what's most notable about it is the story mode. The story mode, if you are unfamiliar with it, it is essentially Fast and the Furious meets like James Bond. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, I did like a, a quick like rundown, like a plot summary of it last night. Like at some point, like Captain Falcon's like fighting gangs in the desert, and like he's like saving like his girlfriend from like a, a bomb in a, in a factory. It's like this is an F Zero game, but it's so <laughs> incredible. Uh, and there's rumors that they are remaking it. I cannot wait for more people to play this game on the Switch. There's always rumors. Please be true. <laughs> yeah, Janet. Was mine Smash and Sunshine, or was I Smash and... You, I think you were Smash and Sunshine. I think yeah. And Wind Waker. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I was Smash. You were, you were Smash originally. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then I'll, I'll do Sunshine and Wind Waker. Okay, so my two are Sunshine and Wind Waker. I mean, so many good games to pick from, right? For Sunshine, it's... Yeah, I know it's controversial in some ways, but it also... I think Sunshine and Wind Waker are both kind of testaments to the daringness that Nintendo had with really beloved, really established IP. I think in so many ways, obviously time has been kinder to one than the other, you know? Um, I don't think I have to name which one is which. But with Sunshine, um, it was just so different having like the flood mechanic. I think Agreed. there was so much personality, there's so much bizarreness in the story. Mario goes to jail at the beginning of that game. And that's reason enough for us to be on this list. Mario has a record because of this game. Yes, exactly. Mario, the voice for flood is so good. Mario. Mario, and you sit here in prison. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, Wind Waker, you know, daring with the art style, and they pulled it off like a ridiculous level. So beloved, so fun. Um, in a game that's only gotten better with time through like things like the HD remaster uh, port that they had for it. So, uh, yeah, I think they're just both kind of a testament to the innovation that Nintendo had with their IP, and in a way that I feel like paid off 
uh, I'm just I'm staring at your partner Isaiah during this process because I know the yeah. pain he just went through. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and melee, that's a that's a video game. Great. We're ready for questions. Um, so uh, you're first. So I'm going to give you say the name of the game you want to add to the list, and you'll have 15 seconds to pitch it. Are you ready? Okay. Hold on. Here we go. What's the game? Super Monkey Ball. Great. Your 15 seconds starts now. So it's like a game where you really have to roll a monkey into a goal, but you know, it's like pretty hard. And if you got to master, you were a god. If you could beat Expert 7, you were also a god. There's also party games, which were like the best on the GameCube. Monkey Target exists. That's all I need to say. Funny monkey go wee. All right. That's so aggressive. That was great. Wow, that was great. Love so that. panel, thumbs up, thumbs down to add. Well, what, is he, what is he taking off? Oh, nothing. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, then it's yeah. just on there. It is. The You're on the list. Well done. We're All right. Done. So we're at 11. So what is your game? Uh, mine is Eternal Darkness. Actually. Ooh. Good. 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 All right. Okay. You have 15 seconds, starting now. Okay. So Eternal Darkness, they created the sanity effect. The acting is amazing. Has really, uh, really good atmosphere, and also just getting screwed with the t by the uh, TV. You know, it's just an experience unlike any other on the GameCube. I still get screwed I, by TV. I feel like it should go on the list because, like, we've, you know, I know that people love Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 1 Remake, but those are, like, readily available and, or slash remade. Like, yeah. this is still on the GameCube. Like, yeah. 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 yeah so, what do we think? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Oh, oh Janet. Oh, wow. wow. I didn't feel convinced. Sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. Four wins. You're on the list. Majority rule. There's no consequences right now. There are none. Know, but like, I gotta keep it real, you know. I almost, no, no, I respect yeah. it. I respect it. Needed for like, yeah. this is my brand. I almost wrote Eternal Darkness of the Spotless Mind, but that is not. <laughs> oh, I very good movie. Right. Um, what is your game? Uh, Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance. Oh my God! Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Thank you. Sit down. A uh, little behind the scenes, it was on our list of 10, and then it was savagely cut. They so. took my game off. <laughs> Bro, I I'm not going to pay $400 for a copy. But you should. <laughs> no, I love Fire Emblem. Are you ready? All right, your 15 seconds starts now. Fire Emblem Path of Radiance is one of the best stories on the GameCube. It features Ike, which is one of the best Fire Emblem protagonists. It's, a, it's approachable to anyone outside of the franchise because it doesn't involve any of the past characters. Very beginner-friendly. The tutorials are easy, but also amazing story, amazing gameplay. It, it's sick. It, it rules. Yeah! Yeah! My guy! I right. believe everything you said is true. It's just so hard to actually get access to. I'm still, I'm still gonna say yes, like because we right. haven't hit 15. Thumbs up. I'm not saying oh, that's, right. that's right. That's no, right. No, there's no middles. It's either up or down. I was going for drama for like 10 oh. years. <laughs> if you tell right, someone, there you go. five for five. Well done. If someone gets a GameCube for the first time and you give them this list of 15 games, like, oh yeah, you just got to pay 400 dollars to play this one game. We're not talking about cost right now. <laughs> just, just vibes. Yeah. What is your game? Mario Superstar Baseball. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, your 15 seconds starts now. Mario Superstar Baseball is to sports games what Melee is to fighting games. It's fundamental. If you want a list of like the necessary GameCube games, you're going to want a sports game on there that represents first-party sports games, like Mario Superstar Baseball. NBA represents third-party. Well done. What do we think? Mario Superstar Baseball. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Oh, wow. Oh. Strikers. Y'all, these are free games right now. I know, but you lost me with the Melee. Just because Strikers is better agree. doesn't mean that baseball can't be on the list. Well, no. Yeah. I am so sorry. Oh, I love your passion. And so thank you. We love your passion. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I voted yes. Yeah. My condolences. Yeah. Um, all right. In bold. What is your game? Hey. <laughs> Can you put that in Comic Sans? Paper Mario on the Thousand Year Door. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, your 15 seconds starts now. It is one of the most variety games that Nintendo has ever put out. It's t genuinely funny. One second, one chapter, you may be doing something Pikmin-like, and the other one, the Mario's body gets possessed, and you have to team up with the villains. It is just a great journey. It's like 20 hours long. It's one of the best times I ever had on the GameCube. It's there a it great game. It's a great game, but the Pikmin dungeon is terrible, like absolutely terrible. Still, it gets thumbs So? Yeah. 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 There it is. Uh, well done. Game 14 on the list. The game rules. Um, okay. Are we at 15 uh, now? Uh, we're at 14 now. Uh, what is your game? Pokemon Coliseum. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 
your 15 seconds starts now. So Pokemon Coliseum is a, an RPG on the GameCube. It was released 2001 or 2002, I believe, and then it put a fantastic twist with Shadow Pokemon Cypher. It's phenomenal, and it was my first ever video game, so it's very special to me, personally. Wow, well done. That's well done. That's great. Uh, what do we think, y'all? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. I also right. like, wow. Oh, I like Gale of Mike, this why? more, but I'm still going to vote. Yes. So cold, Mike. <laughs> the same thing with the sports game. These are all black. I was moved by the personal story. Yeah. I, gotta be I mean, felt bad. All right, Pokemon Coliseum is on the list. Well done. Uh, okay, so we're at 15 games now. So what that means is you will have to say what game you want to add and then what game you want to take off as well. All right. Okay, so tell us the game you want to put on and which one you'd like to take off in its place. Obviously, Kirby's Air Ride. Yeah! Okay, yeah! Yeah! And I think F-Zero needs to go. Whoa! Cam, we have a deal. So okay, okay. about time. I don't know. All right. All right. Your 15 seconds starts now. It is the chaos of Mario Kart, the competitiveness of Melee, and the speed of F-Zero in the Kirby package, it is the best racing game on the GameCube. I will fight anyone that thinks otherwise. That's not true. That's not true. Cam? Cam? What if I told you that F-Zero has some Kingdom Hearts shit in it? We <laughs> <laughs> go to, like, different dimensions and stuff. It's wild. Okay. So, Kirby Air Ride for F-Zero GX. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Go. That is the three go. to two. The well done. Help. I just need some Kirby love. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's so F Zero GX goes in place. This is an unordered list, by the way. I yeah, put this is just a list of fifteen. We're not ranking yeah. anything. Uh, okay. What is your game, and what would you like to take off? This one's multi-platform, but I think this is truly a GameCube game. Sonic Heroes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, the yes. best Sonic no. game. No. And I'm what? Doing now. And I'm what doing game now. do you want to cut in place of Sonic Heroes? Mm, I'd have to say. Um. Ooh, um uh, Mario Sunshine. Wow! But I'm gonna say yes to that. Okay, well, hold on. We need no, the it's fine. We need the pitch first. <laughs> he doesn't need a pitch. So you'll have your pitch. Here's your 15 seconds, starting now. Um, is this by far one of my favorite 3D Sonic games? I like that you can play as t Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. Uh, they all have different abilities. Some of my favorite Sonic soundtracks are from this game. Mm -hmm. Rush 40? This just screams yeah. GameCube. I think... Sonic, I think this really did well after the Dreamcast. All right. Yeah, yeah. So what do we think? Sonic Heroes in place of... Sorry, what, was, what were you cutting? Sunshine. Mario Sunshine. And Mario Sunshine. What do we think? Think about your partner. I mean, one's Mario. Think about your partner. So there's, I, mean, I, I mean, I just think Sunshine is genuinely like one of the best games on the GameCube, so I'm inclined to say no, but it's a democracy, so that's obviously, you know, so. that is what it is. Sonic Sunshine doesn't have the titular title. Sonic Heroes. I, yeah. I agree, I you agree with everything you said. You chase yourself through the streets. Like, come on. Yeah. I agree Sorry. with everything you said. I just can't put, I can't take off Sunshine for two Sonic games. Oh, so Matt, the determining vote is yours. Ooh. Uh, I really like both of these games a lot, but I have to keep Sunshine. Oh. Wow. Oh. Thank you very much for coming. An unlikely Sunshine ally. All right. Wrong. Hello. <laughs> what game would you like to add to the list? I'm going to rep the casual audience and say the original Animal Crossing for the GameCube. <laughs> Woo! And, oh, and now I have to ask, what game would you like to cut in its place? I've thought about it, and I'm so sorry. I have to go with Super Monkey Ball. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to give you your 15 seconds to pitch it, uh, and your 15 seconds starts now. The villagers actually have personality that they took away in later games, which I think is a big thing. Uh, you can also play the NES games, um, which I think is really big for anyone that, who doesn't have NSO. And uh, in general, it just has a lot of charm that you really don't see in some of the later Animal Crossing games. So, yes. <laughs> that was perfect. Thank you. Well done. Yeah. So, what do we think? Animal Crossing for Super Monkey Ball. Let's is start... Is super passionate about one or the other? Yeah. I mean, I... I Frankly, I haven't played the original Animal Crossing, but again, friends of Kelsey Lewin, Video Game History Foundation, so I've heard the great word of Animal Crossing for a long time. I think it is one of the most iconic entries in the sim genre, so I'm definitely going to... Yeah. I'm going to lean Animal Crossing on almost anything, yeah. just out of the respect for what it did, I think, for I, yeah, the franchise I, and the whole thing. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, Five yeah. thumbs up. Well done. Woo. Golden buzzer. <laughs> Super like.
And just so y'all know, if you want to put games that were rejected back on the list and you have a good pitch, it may happen. Yeah, like F-Zero Don't GF, I mean, them, feel man. free. I love Chaos, man. Uh, yeah, Chaos can Sonic Heroes for a, like an easier game to cut. Is this the Chaos Control joke? Is this where I make yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Okay. Um, all right, what game would you like to add, and what would you like to take off in its place? Okay, first I'd like to say my two top picks were taken, so this is my number third. Okay. Pac-Man Versus. Yes, okay. very good. And what would you like to take off in its place? Absolutely, 100%. Sonic Adventure 2 is a terrible game. Whoa! Play a Knuckles or a Rube level and tell me it's good. You can't gaslight us forever. Cut his mic. Do Cut not mic. say that those are good levels. Okay, here's what I'll do. I too have shouted. Here's what I'm going to do. Good. So I respect the energy that you're yeah. from. <laughs> this is a one-time thing that I will not do for anyone else. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you 15 seconds to talk about the game you want to add. And then I want 15 seconds about Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. No! No! You, no! No way! He doesn't need it! No. He said his piece. He just said his piece about Sonic. You have 30 seconds to oh. talk about both games, rigged, starting now. Rigged panel. Just because he's sitting in the center? Corrupt. <laughs> Go ahead. Pac-Man versus take the most iconic, important game in the history of gaming, beyond Pong and computer space, and you have Pac-Man. You take Shigeru Miyamoto, the greatest video game designer of all time, you put the two together. You now have the ability to control the ghosts. You have the ability with three friends to play as the ghosts and the Lord and, players playing Pac-Man. And Sonic? Sonic Adventure 2, you put the game in, you play City Escape, you sing, you know, Escape from the City and all that stuff. You do the little skateboard and the snowboarding down Whoa. the street in that San Francisco. You say, that was fantastic. You turn it off. You never play anything wow. further. No, take me to, no, no. Take me to Pumpkin Hill. Take me to the Aquamine. Take me to, no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, one at a time, Cam, Take me to Pumpkin Hill. Take me to aqua, uh, Aquatic Mine. Metal take me Harbor, to Meteor Herd. I want to hear Space Trip stuff, man. Looking for the chaos Perfect chaos? There or whatever. Okay. I mean, Cow Garden. That is that is quite literally my experience. Where it's like, yeah, it's so me. fun. <laughs> it's like you're having a good time, and then it's like, do I remember anything after that? No, and maybe that's for the best. I don't know. Like you know. Okay, so let's get. <laughs> Thank you. So, Thank you. Thumbs up, Pac-Man versus for Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Get, get out of here. I love oh. you. I I started a movement. It begins today. <laughs> wow. You started nothing. I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan. <laughs> All right. Hello. What is your game? My game is Spider-Man 2. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, baby. And what is the game that you would like to take off for Spider-Man 2? Beautiful Joe. Oh, wow. okay. Your 15 seconds okay. starts now. Best movie game, best Spider-Man game. You, wow. Anyone who remembers oh, Batman Arkham walking in seamlessly with no loading, Spider-Man had it first. Walking by the bodega, your jaw drops when you see that door open and you stop Mysterio inside. There it is. Web slinging mechanics, web mechanics best. Wonderful. Thank yes. you. I mean, yes. Panel? What do we, uh, I never had the opportunity to play Beautiful Joe, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I just say yes. Uh, just Ooh. from I haven't played Beautiful Joe. Okay. We're, really throw them out if you got them. I adore Beautiful Joe. But hey, so I'm, a, I'm a Spider-Man. I'm sorry. Don't do this to me. Spider-Man's my favorite. And but it is but the without best Beautiful Joe, game. would we get Hi-Fi Rush? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Beautiful Joe, like, but again, this started is a movement of science. So I would actually Spider-Man 2 over, over Hi-Fi Rush. Can I do this? No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're, okay. I like yeah. it. There it is. Well done. Congrats. I'm like, a Spider-Man, you can play on the Nintendo console. Obi McGuire. This list is great. What is your game and what is your sacrifice? Um, I'm going to give Pac-Man so versus another shot, only this time something a little bit more realistic and taking off Eternal Darkness. Okay, and what was the game oh. again, sorry, that you're putting on? Pac-Man versus. Give okay. that another shot. Oh. Okay. Okay. okay, so Pac-Man versus for Eternal Dark, your 15 seconds starts now. The man who argued before me said pretty much everything you need to say about Pac-Man <laughs> versus that amazing game, Miyamoto, um, bringing... Magic 2, an uh, already legendary game with the multiplayer component. Just a lot of fun. Amazing. Here, Thank you. I appreciate the, the cosign. It was very well said. I have no horse in this race on this one, but I feel like there is a lot of 
horror representation on the GameCube. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that if you wanted a representative of it that isn't, that is, you know, still only on the GameCube, it's Eternal Darkness, right? Like, mm. I, that, that's the thing that hesitates me. And also, like, I don't know... I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to whip out a GameCube specifically to play Pac-Man Versus, personally. Also, I like Pac-Man Championship Edition DX better, so, like... Listen, I, I feel bad for screaming at that gentleman before, so... <laughs> okay, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> All right, what do we say? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Mike's playing his own Respectfully. Game. Thumbs down. Respectfully, Respectfully. I'm going to say that. And I'll that. I'm sorry. Thank you for coming. Thank you for pitching. But, but y'all got me thinking I got to play Pac-Man Versus, because I haven't really spent significant time. Jenna, let me tell you about Pac-Man World. Just got a remaster on the PS5. Honestly, I'm really nope. just, no. <laughs> or the World um, Impact? Oh, hi there. What is your game? Nope. It's, no, it's not. Uh, okay, the game is Skies of Arcadia Legends. Wow, Woo! all right. And what is the game that you're taking off in its place? I've been thinking about that for 10 minutes and still trying to figure that out, but... Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go with NBA Street version 2. Oh, oh, you had me and you lost me. And you I had knew you'd me and say you lost I felt me. I felt it before you said it. I'm the JRPG rep on this panel and you, yeah. and you lost me. So All right. Yeah. Your 15 seconds starts now. Okay, that is an amazing, extremely rare to find RPG with an incredible story going through the sky worlds fighting both in traditional RPG and ship battles. Lots of optional bosses, optional customizable characters and ships. And the reason I said the sports game is there, I honestly just don't like sports games that much. I respect <laughs> that. I respect Fair that. Enough. That's very good, Cam. This is so what I'm going to say is uh, Skies of Arcadia is a phenomenal JRPG. Absolutely. Um, uh, also, it's very hard to find out as, um, besides Dreamcast and GameCube. And that is true. And it is still like Dreamcast and GameCube only. Uh, and NBA Street 2 is like basically that generation. It's on all platforms. Uh, but that being said, that's a, that's a phenomenal JRPG versus the greatest game in a certain genre, so I'm still going to say NBA Street Volume 2. But I still think Skies of Arcadia is a phenomenal game, and like, on my personal, like if it was just me making 15 games, it would be on the list. So, but I'm going to say no. Thumbs up, thumbs down, what do we say? Uh, due to the treaty being... I played it on the treaty. I'm a fellow snake. No! I'm so sorry. If someone brought it, brings it up and does a different game, I'm yeah, probably going to be in your favor. I do think that was just like a game versus game. I got to keep NBA Street Volume 2 for the reasons I can't mention. It's like such a phenomenal title. Still play it today. Still holds up today. Um, but that's obviously like another great title that I hear about all the time. Super beloved. All right, we've got time for about four or five more. So, uh, what is your game? What is your cut? Fantasy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. Okay, okay. okay. What are you cutting in its place? Also, NBA Street. Oh, <laughs> why right. so trying for Man, the NBA Street hate. The people hate the hoops. It's, at this point, it's just to send a message. Because you know it's not going to get through, but you're like, I got to speak my truth. I respect that. I'm dying yeah. on, a, I'm dying on this hill. Give this person their 15 seconds. All right. Your 15 seconds for this game starts right now. Okay, it is one of the only three and a half games on the GameCube with online functionality. Mm. As of mm -hmm. a way, I'm saying... Yeah, we'll make games for consoles, but we're still going to do things that Nintendon't. There it is. Mm. There it is. What do we think? Yes or no? Thumbs up, thumbs down. If it was a different I still game, maybe, go no, but I can't. I, I, love it. I spent so many hours too. playing that Thank game. You. Late night. Oh. Like, oh. I could go either way, but I also spent a lot Cam, of time playing it. So. If it was a different game, would you have said yes? Huh? If it was not NBA don't Street Volume 2 being cut? Yeah, don't answer that. Don't answer it. Um, yeah, if it, it, as your advisor, you there are games on this list <laughs> as that, your lawyer in this that I would say yes if it wasn't NBA Street Volume okay. 2. Okay, okay. Thank I'm you. so sorry. Your game thank wasn't you. picked, but thank you for coming. I feel like I'm the monster on this panel now. Yes. But don't come after my games then. <laughs> no, I really like NBA Street. I'll, I'll, I'll pick NBA Street over pretty... I don't think anyone could get it off the list for me personally. Oh, let's go. What is your game? What is your cut? I got a quick preamble first. You can use the Game Boy Player in 2023 without the disc. Oh, really? Game Boy interface. Look into it. It's got, it's got some cool stuff for speedrunning, too. Everyone's hearing that. Oh, yeah. thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. On that same note, my game is going to be Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. Mm -hmm. Yes! Yes! Woo! Oh. I'm scared, though. And what are you cutting in its place? Wario World. Uh, oh. What? Oh. Hear me out. Your 15 seconds starts now. I speedrun both of these games. I've been near the top of both these games at one point, and Wario World, despite it being one of the most interesting games on the, in the, on the GameCube, doesn't have the same level of mystique as Billy. Billy's only on the GameCube. So is Wario World, but Billy doesn't have any sort of brand recognition to go off of it with. 
Wow. Oh, thank you for pitching that That's game. That's a really good argument. How do we feel? Thumbs up, thumbs down. It's got, I like... I have, I, I have never heard of this game in my entire life. What, what you haven't like, heard of Billy Hatcher? That's a Wait, what? When? It's a sequel to SA2, kind of. So it's, it's a sequel to what? There's Billy Hatcher, and there's this egg, but it's not like what you think. It's Whoa. a giant. Come on. All right, it yeah, looks yeah. like we're in. Four out of five. Well done. Thank you. I mean, Matt said yes. I said yes. Say yes. That's just Billy Hatcher is a good Matt saying yes. Jeez. All right, we have time. We have time for two more, so if you aren't here or right behind, I'm so sorry. We're out of time. Thank you. Um, what is your game? What is your cut? Uh, my game is uh, Dance Dance Revolution Mario Mix. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Good. And, and I'll cut Spider-Man 2. Uh, oh. Spider-Man 2. Okay. Um, your 15 seconds starts now. Best music with jump, jump, jump. Best story, Waluigi's the villain. Bowser break dances. Ooh. You had a whole panel on accessories. Best GameCube accessory was the dance mat. Go play Kirby Air Ride with the dance mat. It will change your life. <laughs> That's all. That's great. Great. <laughs> we didn't That's even great. talk about the dance pad. Yeah. You get, you get Luigi thrusting. <laughs> you, you get Waluigi has an entire level with roses and everything. It's this beautiful. is a thumbs up all the way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with I like it. the part yeah. about Bowser breakdancing. Yes! Wow! <laughs> My vote doesn't matter. Really I was having an existential crisis over here, like, oh, because that pitch was so good. But Spider-Man 2's my baby. Listen, if uh, Nickelback was in DDR, sure, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there it is. Your yeah, game yeah, is yeah, on. Thank it. you. All right. You have the last pitch. No pressure. Make it good. Sonic Riders, please. No. Oh, <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cam's going to go up there oh, next. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. My oh, you were grabbing the mic. You're like, oh. hello. My bad, my bad. I'm going to go like this. Um, Super Mario Strikers needs to be on that list. Let's go! Um, let's, uh, ooh, she took off Spider-Man? Damn. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and say Wario World. Only okay. because. Think oh, it's about, already gone. It's, it's already, already gone. gone. It's already gone. And then you lost me. Okay. <laughs> Only for this point. Okay, Super Mario Strikers 4, NBA Street Volume 2. You have 15 seconds. Go ahead. Okay, Mario Strikers is the most transferable Mario sports game ever. Anyone, age, gender, creed, whatever, they all love it. If you don't believe me, come tonight, 8 p.m. Console tourney is going down. Also, Waluigi says suck it when he scores a goal. What else do I got? Okay. Um, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. That's, that's a good pitch. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. It's gotta be thumbs down. I mean, it's yeah. Oh, oh damn! Five. Five. Well, please know if I, mean, I had a vote, I would have voted no, thumbs up. There's no need to get more booze out of the crowd. I'll just be quiet. <laughs> I think we have time yeah. for like two more. Yeah. 8 p.m. tonight. Let's go. I feel like we have time for two more. No. Right? What? Uh, uh, unless they're going to to oh. say Star Fox Adventures, I don't think we. Have <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have time. Uh, I think we're out of time because I want folks to be able to talk about what okay. they do. Sure. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, if you want to come up afterwards, um, we'll, we'll be outside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll chat about whatever GameCube games you'd like because there's a lot of them. Um, but what I'd love to do before we close, because we've only got two minutes left, um, is I would love to thank um, the Video Game History Foundation. Uh, give, them a, give them a... Yeah, yeah. So Kelsey gave us some information about the GameCube. We included some of it in the presentation. So again... Support them on Patreon, on social. And then what I'd love to do before we close is say that I have a panel this evening uh, about video game trivia. So if you liked this panel, this brand of chaos, uh, we are going to be in the Condor Theater at 7.30 p.m. Uh, there's a few folks in the room that will be there. Um, so please, it's chaotic. It's fun. Please come. Uh, and then what I'd love to do is, starting with Cam, uh, tell us where you can be found on social. And uh, you got NBA Street Volume 2 in, so well done. I, I, I did it, y'all. I did it. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at CamFinalMix. Um, again, my writing's on IGN, so that's where I, like, everything is published currently. Um, I, again, I have a Kingdom Hearts podcast, Unlocking Kingdom Hearts, where basically a bunch of veterans and a newbie go through the series. Uh, for those that want to get into the series for the first time, I've like, always felt intimidated or want to actually understand that there's more to Kingdom Hearts than just anime cross Disney characters. Uh, it's a really special series. Um, you know, uh, that's a thing. It's on all your podcast services around the globe. We're currently like three or four games in and we, we take our time with it. Like we release months at a time an episode. So it gives you time to play through, catch up and, and all that jazz. Uh, and yeah, that's me. Asa. All right, uh, you can find me on Twitter at agreenriver07. Uh, I also uh, do content on youtube.com slash borderline entertainment. Twitch.tv slash Borderline Entertainment. 
Um, shout out to the Snapdragon Insiders uh, community. Uh, and also, uh, if you like playing mobile games and you've got a real knack for it, the Snapdragon Pro Series, uh, ESL is very accessible. Uh, you can participate in esports um, where I do community manager there. But yeah, you can find me uh, uh, making my content and just being friends with amazing people. Matt. Um, I am at DJ underscore Storm again on Twitter. Um, I host too many podcasts, so I'm not going to go over them all now, but uh, I have a video game podcast called Fun and Games. Uh, we talk about different topics within the industry, interview developers, composers, social media managers. I'm doing a bunch of interviews on the show floor while I'm here. We're going to have a pack special that's going to come out in a few weeks. And then we do a sub-series called SideQuest, where each episode a different host talks about a game they love and why they love it. A bunch of folks in the room here have done them, and it's a lot of fun. And uh, you can find that at Fun and Games Pod on literally every social media platform. Uh, you can find me online at Jacob McCourt, J-A-C-O-B-M-C-C-O-U-R-T. I want to use my time to say thank you to the enforcers that are telling me time. Give them a big, head, big uh, round of applause. And then also Keith, Josh, and the tech team, thank you. Uh, Mike. Yeah, real quick. Uh, it's Mike Town on Twitter. I work for Vicarious PR, so if you are an industry person, we'd love to work with you. Um, I'm also one of the co-founders of 6-1 Indie. We help amplify independent voices in the industry. We just threw a really cool indie game showcase. You can find that on 61indie.com slash showcase. That's S-I-X-O-N-E indie.com slash showcase. And Janet. Janet. Yeah, again, I'm Janet Garcia. My website is pen2pixels.com and you can find me across every single social media platform, YouTube and Twitch at GameOnysis. That's Game O-N-Y-S-U-S. Thank you so much for coming, y'all. Have a Take good time. everybody. Everyone. You rule. Look at that. Bam. Look at that. All right. Hey, it's me again. Uh, here are the 15 games that we ended up selecting as a part of our Essential GameCube collection. The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Metal Gear Solid, Twin Snakes, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, NBA Street Volume 2, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, Kirby Air Ride, Tales of Symphonia, Super Mario Sunshine, Eternal Darkness, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, Pokemon Coliseum, Animal Crossing, and DDR Mario Mix. Thanks so much for listening. More PAX content coming in the weeks to come.